John Sheezer, I'm here. Eric Marino. Eric. No, I gotta tell you about the Clippers. Sports the Hollis, I gotta. Let's just hope this shit doesn't go viral. Isn't that the way they say it goes? Well, let's forget all that and give me the number if you can find it. So I can call just to tell him I'm fine. And no whistle today. This Monday, September 23rd, 2019. First, first day of fall. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in Brooklyn, everybody. It's the first day of happy autumn, happy fall, the only season that has two different names. It is my birth season, uh, so happy birthday to me coming this week. Uh, how are you, Sheez? What's happening? I'm doing good. I'm, you know, I stayed up late last night watching this uh, 30. You mean on Saturday night? You watched the big on Saturday night. Yeah. You well, that's how much lack of sleep I didn't get. But right. if you caught the UCLA Washington State game, Washington State's quarterback, uh, whatever Gordon is his last name. Right. Eventually, he'll get good enough. I'll learn the first name. But through nine touchdown passes and still did not win in this. Dorian Thomas Robinson. If you've ever seen this like elite quarterback show on Netflix, he's from um, season one. The happy sounds of Brooklyn right there behind you. But he's on this reality show with um, Fromm from Georgia's on it. Um, or Brom. But, but which the, the kid from Georgia seems legit, well put together. And this Thomas Robinson, who's at UCLA. Now, granted, this is three years ago. This show's being filmed. But just... Not a single likable quality about his personality. And it comes across on the sidelines, but he somehow, like, I didn't see it. I'd watched a little bit of UCLA. My wife went there, whatever, worked there for years. Um, you did. He put it together. He put an entire two and a half games worth of stats together in one and a half quarters. Um, there were some really kind of questionable calls by the officials that allowed turnovers to stand and be turned over so that UCLA got a couple opportunities there. But, hey, they got it done. It was one of the best football games I've watched in a very long time, probably since your Super Bowl win against the Falcons. Um, it was that type it was of a hell of a It was a 32-point comeback. What was it? It was They were way down, 32 or 23. I 30, saw No, it was 32. And, in fact, I there think it was only the second time in the history of either college football or the Pac-12 where a team scored 60 points and lost, probably the Pac-12. But um, just a ridiculously off, offensive, just back and forth. Uh, there was a first, that might, that's the kind of the kind of performance might save Chip Kelly's job. People no, really it absolutely jealous. did. The first punt return for UCLA since Maurice uh, Drew, and I just say Maurice Drew because that's what his name was the first couple of years, and all of a sudden he got to Maurice Jones Drew, and now all of a sudden every jersey's got two last names on it, and it all really kind of goes back to Maurice Drew. True. As you know him, Maurice Jones drew. So thanks for that. 2004, he ran the pump back. The last time UCLA had done that, which says a lot about their program. Like they like to go decade and a halfs between punt returns for touchdowns. Um, but enough with that. It was how was your weekend? Did you get some rest? Were you getting some steps in? What did it look? Got like? a lot of steps, and I also tell you something. You know, as we do, uh, we do anniversaries on the show. You know, what we missed over the weekend. She's. September 21st, 100 years ago, 
in New York City on the Upper West Side. Uh, I walked by the hotel uh, on Saturday. Uh, the and the Anzonia Hotel in the Upper West Side is where the Chicago Black Sox agreed to throw the World Series September 21st, 1919, 100 years ago this past weekend. And, uh, of course, Game 1 happened on October 1st. So you'll be hearing some other of that as we celebrate 100 years of the Black Sox, Black, Black Sox scandal. It was actually <laughs> on today, the 23rd, in 1845, that was the official first ever baseball team, the New York Knickerbockers, which played in Elysian Park uh, across the... The West River. What's what river's that on the west side of Manhattan? On the Hudson. On You're the also Hudson. The, the funny thing is the Knickerbockers uh, still play in New York City, and uh, the same players are on the team. Their record's exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. I think Phil Jackson uh, played for that uh, 1845 team. Well, he definitely uh, he, was at least a ball boy, you know, because that's um, you know where he picked up all that knowledge and you know wisdom from back in the the early turn of the 20th century scholars. Um, now, Steve, there was also a little bit of drama over the weekend for both of us. Uh, Antonio Brown no longer a Patriot. My prediction of him playing not lasting long did come through. Uh, and then uh, uh, he, there are some deleted tweets where he took shots at Big Ben and uh, Patriots. At first he left classy, and then he left not so classy, uh, shooting at Robert Kraft about his, uh, about his prostitution Sting arrest uh, down in Florida and uh, and making uh, comments at Big Ben and some other people's expenses. They've since been deleted uh, because he's just his. It's amazing to see a man's draft stock plummet, and there is no draft. I mean, <laughs> it's like he's approaching an Enron type of status here. You know, yep. Like where to go from thirty million to now. He's saying, I'm never going to play in the NFL, which means the XFL, watch out, because if you can give him $5 million, he'll play, no doubt. I think he might. I, I, it's also one of those things, I think he deleted things so he would not be too toxic for the XFL, because whenever they start playing in spring 2020, correct, I think uh, he, he may be outside of some of these legal or, or the accusations. You know, it, it's a... Uh, they say one of the reasons the Patriots ended up cutting him was because he sent intimidating text to the woman who made uh, allegations against him in the Sports Illustrated art, uh, article, and that he did that while a Patriot. In other words, like the Patriots were okay as long as all of his antics were not as a Patriot. As soon as he did the first thing as a Patriot that was antics, uh, sending intimidating uh, group text, apparently, uh, that, was, that was it. And that was it for Robert Kraft. And uh, Antonio Brown, we got, at least we got we got one more game out of you than the Raiders did. <laughs> yeah, I guess he gave away his touchdown ball or something. I don't know, but which? Uh, so what do you, I mean? Does that tarnish anything, or is it just that's just? The well, thing. you wish you still had Demetrius Thomas against the Jets. I mean, we beat the Jets. Uh, we did get to see our we got to see the backup play. Uh, he threw a pick six, did him. From Auburn, uh, came in about very early in the fourth quarter. We were up about we were up fifteen to six, fifteen to seven. I mean thirty to seven. Excuse me. Uh, on a muffed punt, the defense of the Patriots was really are really trying to pitch shutouts. Uh, they haven't been scored on uh, since uh, since the you know since the Super Bowl, <laughs> and uh, I mean aside from field goals, they haven't given out a touchdown since like 
since the Chiefs, you guys were the last people, the, your Chiefs were the last people to score a touchdown on uh, Belichick's defense. Which and, is great because uh, no one's ever saying anything about the, the Patriots' defense ever, which is how much attention Tom Brady draws. And, you know, it's kind of a good thing because right? really this is the first you, – you talking about it, and you haven't even really mentioned it, you know, because it's – Oh, it's, it's really tough. But the, our, 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 rookie, our rookie punt returner, Gunner, uh, his name is front Gunner. He's not a Gunner. He is, his name is Gunner. He's a Division uh, two guy, former quarterback. Yeah, but he must have punted and ended up getting returned. And then – uh, but we were still up thirty to seven. We put in Stidham, like give the kids some mop up times, and then he uh, he made a completion. He took his first sack, and then he threw a pick six. He just overthrew Bolden, and it was a pick six. And uh, in hilarious Belichick fashion, he got benched, and Brady came into the rest of the game, which was uh, very funny. Uh, Patriots three and zero. The Bills, by the way, three and zero, setting up for. Uh, Setting up, uh, you know, people are sort of sleeping on the Bills. I think some. I think in some ways that uh, Josh, which one's up there, Rosen Allen. or Allen? Allen. Josh Allen. I think Josh Rosen's woes somehow. We don't know since you don't know which one, Rosen or Allen. I think somehow he is. Uh, he's he's quietly capable. No, he's quietly becoming the next generation's Alex Smith. You know, that's there. You go. He's not going to lose a game for you. I mean, he'll if he throws a touchdown, probably going to get a pick too. Though Alex Smith, I'll give him credit; he would throw about four touchdowns to every pick. But unfortunately, for a season, that'd be seventeen to three or something. You know, just you'd like more than seventeen touchdowns out of your quarterback. Considering right. I think Mahomes has ten already, maybe eleven after this weekend. Hey, that got a little close with you guys. That yeah. uh, that that Lamar Jackson was uh, he came to play a little ball. I know, man. He he, he came into Arrowhead and he did the little shuffle pass. He's like, you know, I can very do interesting. That, too. that drop that drop kick uh, onside kick was something I think we're going to see more of in the future. I think that just it, it really just it, 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 they said it was too high, but it was actually too far. If it had been closer to the to the uh, you know, if it had only been about 15, 20 yards, it would have been a real it would have been real helter skelter. That drop kick that the Ravens uh, kicker did Turner, that was something else to see. Now, and I think Harbaugh got that from his old Pop Warner coach uh, back in the early seventies. Just... Now, Sheezer, what else? What else happened is uh, there may be sanctions coming to Kansas, the Kansas basketball that came over the weekend. What, what say you to that? I mean, Rock Jock Jayhawk. I mean, is anyone surprised? I'm. If you are if you're surprised at all, then you're just very naive or innocent or I I don't know. You just want to or completely unaware of the FBI thing that was the FBI investigation that's been happening for the past two seasons. The first clue would have been over the last five or six years. KU's had a couple of guys that have come in, played, and then immediately there's been some sort of suspension or something up in the air where they said, okay, we're going to sit you down to avoid any possible sanctions. Um, then they've had a couple guys transfer in, never even play. Uh, Sheck Diallo was in the NBA right now. I think he's, I think he's still in New Orleans. But a couple guys that have gone pro, um, and it's part of the one-and-done era. I mean, I'm not saying Paul Pierce didn't get some, you know, when he came in from L.A. or – you know, some we love their, Paul Pierce. Some of their, uh, you know, maybe Drew Gooden. You know, it's it goes on, but I think it's just these last six or seven years with the one and done stuff. There's just been a lot of weird transferring that 
you never really saw before in and out and players getting benched out of nowhere, no one really knowing why. Um, so I guess it's about time. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's still KU. It's kind of – I like it. It just makes the Big 12 more competitive. I know, obviously, Texas Tech winning last year and, and uh, having a great tournament run. Did did they get to the final game? I believe they did. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, it'll, you know, bring them down. They'll still be competitive. If anything, it'll just – eliminate maybe the the upper echelon recruit and force the coach to you know just build a good old-fashioned team you know that's with some camaraderie and some juniors and seniors and that sort of thing um but they'll still be a top 20 team i mean it'll be interesting to see if they get postseason bans which we'll see i guess but um but everyone's all distracted with all with KU's football team, you know, being decent now. That can be a distraction. The Les Miles era. Maybe the AD saw this coming from two years away and said, hey, let's bring Les in here. We'll get everyone excited about football. So that way when basketball takes a hit, well, hey, we won the Citrus or we won the the O'Reilly's Auto Parts Bowl last year in Dallas. You know, things are on the up and up with the football program. Speaking of football in Kansas City, former Kansas City Chief, happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday to former Kansas City Chief head coach Marty Schottenheimer on this day in 1943. Happy birthday, Marty. You should Grew have up. never been fired from the Chargers. Grew up watching Marty Ball just pound it up the middle, just keep going and going. Uh-oh, fourth and one, punt. Fourth and two, punt. Or go for it and, and not get it. But um, I always thought he was like the AFC's Joe Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 all in the glasses. It's in the frames. Yep. Um but unfortunately Marty now suffers from Alzheimer's, I believe is uh retired in the countryside in Pennsylvania or North Carolina, I can't remember one of the two. But uh big part of my football youth, Marty Schottenheimer. Happy birthday. Um, Larry Mize actually won the Masters for you golf fans. Won the Masters in 87. He had those sweet yellow pants on, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he actually was born in Augusta. So, you know, bittersweet there for Larry Mize. Uh, born in 1958. So happy 61st birthday. I don't think that's bittersweet. I think that's sweet, sweet. You were born in a born Augusta, Georgia, where the Masters are played. That's sweet, sweet. That's not bittersweet. Yeah, I guess that's sweet, sweet. That is that is double sweet. But oh, wait, I mean, wait, sometimes wait. double sweet can be bitter. I don't know. Maybe I need to go no, listen. To, I'll, re, I'll re-listen to some Big Head Todd and the Monsters, and we'll get to, to, to More sweet than bitter, bitter. Uh, Eric Montrose was four, turns 48 today. Oh. Happy birthday, Montrose, Eric Montrose. Now, Eric Montrose was Mr. Indiana, and he's and he shunned the whole state and goes to North Carolina where he proceeds to battle Cherokee parks down low. This is when I was in yeah. a chubby uh, elementary school kid. So uh, Montross was one of the – was an MB- Montross, in my eyes, was a star in the early 90s because I was just a tiny little kid. But That's how I felt. I was always dis- – that was how I learned the lesson that people who were good in college aren't necessarily good. He became a Celtic, a number zero. I wanted him to be great. He never quite was. Although I do, I do think I won some – uh, you know, on some uh, NBA video games <laughs> with him in my roster. I think he might have been an NBA jam. I'm not not positive about that. Um, 
just the size of his head was. Also, happy birthday to former Dodger Matt Kemp. Yep, former and, uh, former Padre, former Red, former Brave. I think he played maybe for the Mets and former boyfriend of Rihanna. So those are wins on all on all fronts. And one of the funniest playoff memories uh, today is a birthday boy, Jabba Chamberlain, who, of course, uh, was attacked on the batting mound of Cleveland Indians, Jacobs Field. He was attacked by bugs or insects at some point. The people actually, people made accusations that the ground scooper had somehow done something to attract the flies that uh, that overwhelmed him during one of his playoff appearances. Uh, very funny. Uh, so happy birthday to Jabba uh, in tomorrow's episode. Our next episode, uh, we'll do a Java Chamberlain. Where is he now? Because I am curious. I, he's well. He's from Nebraska. I remember reading an article. His dad had the betas, um, so hopefully his dad's doing okay. But Java Chamberlain to me, with the New York Association, also he's kind of like the Jeremy Lin. Just a nice flash in the pan. Um, he was on the was he on the Yankees' own nine team, the World Series team? Yes, they might. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got he a lot of play. Real quick, and then he was gone. He had a lot of success, and then was gone early. Yeah. Yes. Um, and shout he also out had a very Trump. bad. Yeah, he had a bad, uh, bad mustache. Uh, today on this date uh, in 1988, Jose Canseco first to steal 40 bases, first to hit 40 home runs, first member of the 4040 Club. I remember working at Chris's Comics and Cards in, in Salem, New Hampshire, and we we're hearing about this 4040 Club. And also, when you're hearing about it, going, well, there aren't any members. It really isn't a club yet. It's just something that Jose Canseco did. And, of course, we realized why it hadn't been done before is because he was juiced. <laughs> Out of his mind. And see, yep. if you haven't seen on Netflix, the Bash Brothers, the Andy Samberg, it's hilarious. Uh, the little, uh, it's like a musical about the Bash Brothers is the best way to describe it, I guess, in a bad way. Um, slash rap videos. Um, but on this date, the following year, somehow, the Blue Jays, Managed to bat out of order against the Brewers, who, of course, were still in the American League at that time. Funny. Which I don't right, because Inter- Interleague didn't even exist then. I mean, that was not an Interleague game. Those were two American League teams. They just, also the state. Yeah, and they just yeah, expanded I, the to the league championship series in the if, uh, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is in our Yes All Women section, today she's the first female to play in an NHL exhibition game, played goalie. She gave up two on nine attempts in one period. Uh, Manon Room? No, no, it, it's Manon Ramu. There, there uh, you go. Of course, she, I should have realized uh, Ramu should be at the end of it. It's hockey. And I only know that because that her card was like was very much a hot commodity in the sports trading card industry sure. at that time. I remember them having stacks of her rookie card. For some reason, I guess people, I, I don't know, either way. Good for you, Hal, down at, down at Ace Sports for selling a good, making a good couple grand off that rookie card. I didn't buy one, but somebody did. You didn't fall for it. I didn't fall for it. Um, also, just two years ago on this date, Donald Trump went ahead and withdrew his invitation uh, for the Golden State Warriors after Steph Curry said he didn't want to attend. So, you know, unfortunately... They missed sort of out. a case of you were fired or you were who quit and who was fired. You know what I'm saying? Steph see wasn't the going he... That's what's great okay. about Twitter. Clearly, Steph yep. withdrew first, and he's like, "I don't want your Big Macs on a table spread." You know, like you gave Clemson. 
You know. All right, Cheezer, I got to go. It's time to wrap up this episode of Sportsaholics. Uh, you can see me every Sunday night at O'Keefe, 62 Court Street in Brooklyn, 7 o'clock show, 8.30 open mic. Also, I'm hosting Taking Chances uh, September 25th uh, at the Broadway Comedy Club and uh, October 5th. Uh, 11 o'clock Saturday night at the West Side Comedy for the uh, West Side Comedy Club for the for the Wild Wild West Comedy Show. Uh, Sheezer, where are you going to be? I am going to be just running around doing the mics. If you're in the Valley, I'm going to start hitting up PDs again on Monday night. It's in Tarzana. Show starts at nine, goes to about midnight. Fantastic, Ryan Talmo, aka Valley Jesus, one of his fine fine productions. Um, if you guys want to follow us at Sportsaholics, Instagram, Twitter, if you like the show, review it five stars. That's always greatly appreciated. But that's all from the Los Angeles side. Eric, what do you got from the New York side? Uh, man, I've got to tell you, what do we got? Uh, you know, it's a very exciting thing where uh, Daniel Jones did not look terrible. It's very exciting there. Saquon Barkley is hurt. Uh, uh, and uh, that's uh, we'll have more on He's that. He's putting uh, in his application to be the next Alex Smith. So watch out. Josh Allen. All right. Until until the next episode of Sports Hawks, I'm Eric Reno. That's John Sheezer. We are minus the train whistle, so insert that here. Stay obsessed, everybody. Sugar and spice.